Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beat the Bell. I'm Ian Whitfield, joined here by Shane Riley. Shane, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ian. Uh, it's the week of March Madness, a week we've been waiting for since uh, Villanova won the championship last year. Uh, in this episode, we will be discussing a team that we believe is overrated and as well uh, underrated. Uh, you know, some upsets we could see, uh, an upset that we could see happening in the first round. You know, which one seed we believe is most likely to lose first and uh, who we think the champion of the tournament is going to be. So jumping right into our first topic, what is the team that you believe is underrated? And then give me another team that you believe is overrated. Yeah, so I've actually done a bunch of uh, brackets this year, 25 on ESPN's Bracketology, so I've done some deep research. And uh, one of the teams that I've read a lot about and a team that I'm really excited about this year is Nevada. They're one of the most efficient teams in the nation and average an outstanding 80.7 points per game. They were undefeated against top 25 ranked teams this season and even have a BPI ranking of 20, which just shows how disrespectful the seventh seed being t- given to them truly was. Um, they are led by Jordan Caroline, who's a six foot seven guard, he averages um, 17.3 points per game and 9.6 rebounds per game also. So um, the Martin Twins also looked like they've been uh, really good for them. And the, uh, they have combined 30.9 points per game and 9.6 rebounds per game along with 8 assists. So I'm really excited about Nevada. And also Kansas State is the team that I think is really overrated at the four seed. Dean Wade is questionable. They're arguably best player on their team. He was all Big 12 forward. He averaging 13 points per game and 6 rebounds per game. They have experience but struggle in the rebounding category, which can really expose them to upsets here in the tournament. Yeah, I definitely agree with both of those. Uh, Getting into my team that I believe is underrated, I'm going to have to go with Oregon. Uh, They were 23-12 on the season, uh, coming in as a 12 seed, uh, playing off against um, Wisconsin, being led by Lewis King and Peyton Pritchard, both averaging around 13 points per game. Uh, Obviously that they won the Pac-12 championship, uh, missing their freshman phenom, Bull Bull, who's averaging 21 points when he uh, got injured, and then getting into my team that I believe is overrated, uh, I'm going to have to go with LSU. Uh, missing their coach, Will Wade, uh, is a bit of a big impact considering uh, you know the team's going to face some adversity when their coach gets accused of or gets caught uh, saying that he's paying players and stuff like that. And they're also coming off of a loss to Florida in the SEC tournament. Uh, I believe it was a last-second shot by Florida that ended up uh, jumping the margin uh, over them in the SEC tournament. I just don't see them being able to carry as much confidence into the tournament uh, going off against Yale. I think it's going to be a close game, uh, but I don't see them making it past the round of 32. Yeah, Yale always seems to make it interesting in big games in the past couple of years. Um, Shane, what is a first-round upset that you could see happening? Uh, a first-round upset that I could see happening is Belmont over Maryland in the first round. Um, obviously, Belmont beating Temple. Um, uh, they beat them by 11 in the play-in game. Looks really good, too. Yep. Uh, Dylan Windler, who is their leading scorer, shot 42.5% from the from the three this season. Um, he only scored five points against Temple, but he was it was only two of seven shooting. I don't, I don't even think he went to the free throw line. And then obviously Kevin McLean uh, is coming off a 29 point game against Temple. Uh, he shot lights out. Uh, I think he shot nine of 11 from the free throw line. Uh, really looked good uh, against them. And Maryland's been up and down this season. They have some good wins, but uh, I mean they're uh, Lost three of the last four games, including, the, I think, their first game in the Big Ten uh, tournament. Uh, but, I mean, lost to teams like Michigan. and They have some good wins this season, but I definitely believe uh, Belmont is a team that could easily upset them because their offense, they're very high scoring. I believe they scored over uh, 80 points per game, a season, or per game this season, so I definitely could see them being able to upset Maryland in the first round. Yeah, I don't think Maryland is that secure of a pick. Um, 
I'm going to back Oregon going off one of the teams you mentioned earlier, Shane, as you're underrated. They are red hot coming off their Pac-12 tournament win, and they've won all eight of their last eight games, which is really impressive, especially when you're not one of the top top tier teams in the nation. So even missing Bobo, who 21 points per game, as you mentioned, was their entire offense for most of the season. They've really come together and adapted, especially under their coach. Um, I think Oregon, they pride themselves on their defense, and I think against a Wisconsin team that is focused on getting the ball to one player and is really not that dynamic of a program, they also kind of focus themselves on their defense. I think Oregon, with all the confidence they have streaming through themselves, I can really see them making it a tough matchup against Wisconsin. And in almost all my brackets, I have Oregon over Wisconsin a lot of the time, and I have Oregon beating Kansas State in a couple games too. So I think Oregon is another team, as you mentioned, that can go really far and do really well. So make sure to look for them in the upset over Wisconsin in the first game. Yeah, I definitely agree. Oregon has a, a very good chance to go pretty far. Um, getting into the la the next topic, uh, which number one seed do you believe is most likely to lose first? Um, The first number one seed I think that will lose first, and I think it's going to be early. I think it's going to be Gonzaga. And it all comes down to the lack of difficulty in their schedule. I think that their lack of high-level teams that they're playing is going to hurt them because a lot they play down to the level of their opponent a lot, even though I think if they were in a better division or a better conference, I think that would help them a lot as they do have great players and stuff. But I think that their lack of uh, difficulty in their schedule is going to har harm them. And when they, I think they're going to lose in the second round to Baylor because Baylor excels at the offensive rebounding category. And I think that will really expose Gonzaga just because the fact that will give – um, Baylor a lot of chance of second chance points, which will keep them close into the game. Um, Zaga is not used to playing high level teams, and th as that kind of showed, as they lost by 13 to St. Mary's in their conference championship game. So I think I also just a little slip in here. I think St. Mary's is going to do well against Villanova, so that'll be interesting to watch. But anyways, I think Gonzaga will be the team to lose to uh, Baylor, and I think Baylor is also going to do very well in this tournament just by their sheer offensive rebounding numbers. I'm going to agree with you that Gonzaga is going to lose first as as a one seed, but I think I'm, they're going to lose in the Sweet 16 to a Florida State team uh, that has just played tremendously since um, starting the postseason uh, in their conference tournament. Uh, they beat the one seed coming out of the ACC, UVA. They they were tied with uh, Duke at half um, just in the last like I don't know six minutes or so. They kind of just let the lead slip away from them, and you know Zion started doing his thing and. But they've looked very good. You know, they beat teams like Virginia Tech, who are also in the tournament. Um, as I mentioned, UVA. Um, they, they've been on a, a really good streak lately, and I think uh, be, they've played some high-level competition. Uh, as you mentioned, like, Gonzaga really hasn't played that, that high-level competition. But playing in the ACC, I think uh, Florida State is really uh, battle-tested because they've played against these a lot of <laughs> three-one seeds coming out of the ACC. I think Florida State can definitely uh, handle the challenge of Gonzaga. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Um, just to uh, sum it all up now, Shane, putting together everything we've talked about, what team do you believe is going to win it all? Who's going to win the dance? Uh, in my personal opinion, I believe it's going to be uh, UNC. Um, Luke May, Kobe White, uh, this team has looked tremendous all season. I mean, they beat Duke twice. People argue that Zion Williamson wasn't there, but they, they still played him really close in uh, the semifinals of the ACC tournament. Uh, they're led by Cameron Johnson, who scores 16.9 points per game, and then obviously uh, close close to him is Kobe White, Cody Kobe White, yes, who scores 16.3, and then Luke May, um, who's a, who's an experienced veteran uh, when it comes to the tournament with Roy Williams. Uh, they both understand how to win 
in these types of games, and he, he's averaging a double-double, which is rebounds are very important in games, you know. Uh, so I think Luke May and all the talent that they have around this basketball team, they've looked very good lately. And I think if they would have beaten Duke, they would have won the ACC championship. But arguably some people say that uh, not winning your conference championship actually helps you a bit. Being a one seed on their side, I definitely think they can make it to the Final Four, uh, if not win the whole thing, which I definitely believe they can. Yeah, they have a pretty easy bracket for the most part. Um, I'm going to go with the most obvious team in the entire pool, Duke. A lot of people would argue, oh, they won their conference tournament. That makes it a little bit harder for them. Oh, Duke hasn't really been that consistent this year. Stuff like that. But Coach K obviously always does well in the tournament, gets his teams really deep. They have three all-stars, arguably four if you include uh, Trey Jones. But they... <laughs> They've only had two lo- two of their five losses this year were when sorry three of their five losses only two losses when Zion was hurt. So Zion's healthy. He's got new shoes, so his foot isn't going to go s- flying through those. And they rank solidly in the top ten on both offense and defense. So yes, North Carolina held it close. I I actually picked North Carolina in a bunch of my brackets, and I went back and thought about it and read a little bit more. I just don't see how. It's gonna be. It's gonna have to take a miracle, almost a perfect game for Duke to lose. So I'm gonna stick with Duke, and I think it's gonna be a great tournament, and I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, that's all for this week. Uh, thank you for listening, and I can't wait to s- come in next week and talk about our second round picks and some of the first round upsets. Thank you.